Welcome to the Plantaholics Podcast. My name is Tori. And I'm Taylor. This podcast will explore plants in science and history, design, recreation, basically anything even remotely related to plants and whatever tangents that will inevitably ensue. Brought to you by two landscape designers, plant enthusiasts, and best friends. If you love plants, you're in the right place. Hello. Hello. This is a podcast. It is. Mm hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of Plantaholics. We're very excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Today we thought we'd start off with something a little lighter and just talk about um, each of our favorite plants. Kind of gives you an insight to who we are, I guess. and What we are. Yes. (laughs) All of the above. Right. So, Tori, do you want to start off with one of your favorites? I know... I don't know if you had any particular order, but nope. <laughs> we'll jump right into it. As we'll see when we <laughs> compare our lists, mine will be completely random and have no, <laughs> nothing. There's nothing about this list that makes any sense. So we'll, and yours will be very organized and prioritized. <laughs> so this does really give you an insight in, into the difference. <laughs> to, to <apply>. yeah. <laughs> this is who we are just based on these lists. <laughs> so I'll start with my number one. Um, it's a Clementis viticella. So the reason why I, this is, makes my top, I guess top 12, which is what we're going over today, is the fact that it's, I've discovered it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought it was a, I'm so stupid because I, I'm on my, one of my morning walks with, uh, Ethan and we're just going around and I see this really cool, um, it's like this ornamental Mm -hmm. ball it looks like a piece of like green furry twine wrapped in this really cool ball and I was just like oh amazing Hmm. um and so I automatically like anytime I see a cool plant just like run up to it and just like stare at it of course creeping on this person's yard and I saw the flower and I was like oh it's a really weird passion fruit uh variety that I've never seen before I love it it's great Mm. And then, um, so I got into my head that it was a passion. To be fair, they look alike. They do. Thank you. That makes you feel better. But <laughs> that's pretty much why it's made my top. And of course, that's not uh, in an order. It has a really boring story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> way to kick off her. <laughs> I saw it. I got it wrong. And then I told people about it. <laughs> A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, now everyone knows how wrong I was about identifying this plant. But uh, the buzzword for it is it's got awesome balls. So I love that, it. That makes sense. Uh, tracks with everything I know about yep. you. Uh, <laughs> Fuzzy balls. I like it. Yeah. I'll, we'll post pictures on our Instagram of Perfect. our options as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess uh, I'll start off with, uh, yeah, <laughs> kicking it off. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the passion fruit just as my as my favorite favorite plant in general. Um, it's definitely my favorite flower. That would be pretty much the main reason I would pick that as as uh, as my favorite. Um, it would be uh, Passiflora edulis. Um, wow, this was a great pairing. Yeah, I know. That's why it kind of cracks me up. Like, of course, we would have this almost the same <laughs> well in one case yeah. misidentified, misidentified. <laughs> passion flower <laughs> but i i got a lot of uh kind of background info on the passion flower because it's 
Um, again, my favorite looking flower, but I didn't know a lot about it. Um, I do love the fruit. I make an amazing um, cocktail with the fruit and uh, like a dark rum. Um, oh that's one God. of my favorite drinks as yes. well. Um, so that that does help mm. with choosing this as, <laughs> as one of my favorite plants. <laughs> it, it's used a lot in traditional herbal medicines as um, like an anti-anxiety um, or kind of calming for the central nervous system in general. Um, there's a lot of like people are kind of looking into this plant in general for for the use in pharmaceuticals for um, oh, wow. even like anti-convulsant medications. Like if you have um, or anxiety medica- medications, things like that, um, basically kind of works <laughs> as a sedative, which is kind of I'm cool. sorry. Anti-convulsants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Help, I'm convulsing. <laughs> People have seizure oh, stories. I, I, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> I just, I've never heard it called a convulsant before. I'm sorry. I just find that... Very... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want seizure It is a very odd medication. Term. I want anti-convulsant medication. Anti-convulsant. <laughs> I'm convulsing as we speak. I honestly, I don't know much about it, so... Um, so the, the Spanish mis- missionaries, when they came to South America, so this this plant is is native to South America, of course, um, or particularly Brazil. Um, and when Spanish missionaries came to South America originally, they they for some reason saw the passion flower as like a religious symbol, hmm. and they tried to like convince the inhabitants of Brazil or wherever they were in South America that like. It was supposed to be symbolic of, like, I think the number of petals, which is like 10 petals, was the number of... Uh, d- doesn't Jesus have, like, a crown on his head it's or like something a, when he's... It's thorns, like a crown of thorns. The corona of the passion flower was supposed to represent that, and then the petals were supposed to represent his hair. Uh, followers. Oh. <laughs> hair? <laughs> his hair. <laughs> I would I would much prefer that. <laughs> That would be much better. <laughs> so kind of an odd backstory to that one, but um, yeah, that really didn't add much to my love of the the plant. But um, otherwise, it's uh, yeah, you're way more prepared than I was. <laughs> I know nothing about the plant I chose. I just like its balls. <laughs> I I completely accept that as a viable answer. Yes. Oh, I did have a question. So to make this passion flower tea, is yeah. it the leaves or is it the actual flower itself? Um, typically I've seen the, the leaves being okay. used. That makes more sense. It's um, I don't know leaves. if the flower has the same, I mean, not that you can't have flowers in tea, right. but I, I just don't know if it has the same effect, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. That's, I'm going to do my second. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is an anemone, anemone. <laughs> Oh gosh, I never know how to pronounce it. Here's a Finding Nemo throwback. It is not not the not the not the underwater one. It's the you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, anemone. God, anemone. I can't even say it. You're gonna have to say my favorite plant for Anenomy. me. Anemone. <laughs> my name is. I could Tori. be wrong, but that's that's how I say okay. it. Okay. Well, I like the black and white ones. Mm. The other ones, not oh, the red and black are okay. So the reason why it's made my top is because not only is it like super classy because it's black and white and like super simple um Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of the passion flower with because of the like the tendrils in the center i'm sure there's a scientific name for that um well not scientific name but the (laughs) biological yeah those stamens man um 
but I like those stamens. Um, I it's okay. I'm gonna talk about semen later. So sweet. Oh, thank goodness. I'm not yep. a creep. We're we're just creeps together. So I, this one made my list was because I came across it while planning my um non-existent <laughs> wedding, and I saw it Aww. and I was like, "Well, this is going in my bouquet." <laughs> and so I just picked it out, and I really liked it. Especially with the blue thistles, oh, which I also wanted in my bouquet. Yes. So I just thought they really complemented each other well. Those so are beautiful. That's <laughs> it's like a classy kind of dark. Yeah, I feel like it would really complement a fall wedding. Yeah. So or a winter wedding. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why it's made my list. It's not yeah. <laughs> those stamens and that classy, <laughs> classy wedding look. The thistles, the balls, the thistles. And the stamens. <laughs> Very symbolic. You can get into the language of flowers, but That's like kind of make your own language. Oh. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's like avert your eyes, children. Don't look at the flowers. Very suggestive. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so my number two is yarrow, um, uh, Achillea yeah. millifolium. Um, again, the the flower is is just absolutely gorgeous um i really love how versatile it is in general um i've always wanted to do and i haven't had the chance in my design career yet to make a like a yarrow lawn um like instead of grass you could do you could do yarrow as a lawn which is an option in a lot of climates um there's pretty much no continent that yarrow does not grow on um you can see it pretty much obviously in not like super snowy like antarctica or something but um, the one in pretty much every every continent yes <laughs> i think it's everywhere else i don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure it's it's um i mean it's on ice it's in iceland so like how <laughs> right that's true <laughs> there's not too many places where it can't grow right <laughs> um it's um Definitely, you know, it's a very low water plant, very um, adaptable, um, obviously, to wherever it's living. It's it's really effective, actually, for um, healing wounds. Um, I've made my own. I, I was just telling uh, Tori about this yes. last week. Um, I fell really hard <laughs> <laughs> on my knee and there is a bruise. I think it was like eight inches long on my knee. Um, super purple. Um, and the the following that or that evening when I. I was obviously still in pain and I couldn't really bend my knee. Um, I ended up applying this yarrow salve that I made myself with just um, yarrow that had been soaked in oil for a month. And then you you mix it in with beeswax and it ma- makes this salve. Um, immediately after I applied it, I could actually bend my leg without feeling pain at all. Um, and then the following day, it was it, the bruising had at least faded a little bit. Um, it still has not gone away completely, but it's... Right. <laughs> The best part is yarrow complements that purple bruise so perfectly. It's it's the perfect Those complimentary colors. color. <laughs> it hits aesthetically pleasing and functional yes. at its at its That's heart. That's a saying you'll probably hear us repeat very often as it was used by Tori to describe <laughs> herself, and it it worked. Well, it, it worked. was used by a professor, and I realized the professor was talking about me. <laughs> It's very true. It's been adopted. Did you just describe me perfectly? <laughs> I think wow. you did. Gold star. I'm giving you an A. Forget me. I mean. Right. I mean, I always hear about like plants being cool for healing, but the fact that you actually did it and yeah. used it and it was like, bam, magically healed. I'm awesome. Kind of feeling. Ugh, magic. 
I know. I just, ah, oh, science, yeah. plants, everything is, uh, yeah. And the, the name itself actually comes from Achilles. Um, so he was supposedly, like as the legend goes, he was he actually used yarrow to heal soldiers who were wounded in battle. Oh, that's um, cool. So that was kind of how they... They named it after him. They're not sure, you know, if if it was the exact same plant, but they they just use that idea of his healing oh to uh, to kind of name the plant after him. Great idea. We're gonna have to do another episode on Greeks and goddesses, like mythology and plants. Yes, oh, genius idea. Oh, there's so much. There's mm-hmm. that's a whole. Oh, there's narcissists. <laughs> definitely oh. a whole episode right in there, but. I had to had to yes. just bring it up. <laughs> That's a great. I didn't even think about that. I can also attest to its its usefulness for healing burns. Um, oh my! This gosh. one time I was trying to make coffee, so I went to pour the water and I was holding it, and when I poured it, the there's like a little like tab or something in the bottom, and it was it wasn't in like it wasn't incorrectly i don't know what it was but anyway i poured boiling water all over my hands burned myself pretty bad um and i i ended up i happened to have my yarrow salve with me (laughs) oh of course you did yeah no i just carry it around with me now because why not a boob Um, flask oh here's my yarrow it's in a small jar (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you never know that's true. I mean, especially with me, you never know when you're going to burn, bruise or cut yourself. I thought I was crazy because I kept burning myself with a hot glue gun. But somehow you made coffee a dangerous weapon. So, yes, yes. You ha- I give you much credit. Never you be have- too safe. There's ways you find them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was icing my hand all night and nothing helped. It just just freaking hurt. Um, and then I was like, oh, wait, I have the salve. And I put it on immediately. <laughs> gone the salve I mean, immediately <laughs> I have it's crazy the salve. so i i am a proponent of yarrow salve oh my god <laughs> and that that is all i have to say on that matter <laughs> i'm gonna stop talking about embarrassing stories i'm gonna get you get you a flask that says yarrow salve sal- don't worry it's yarrow salve <laughs> oh yarrow tastes disgusting Ooh. so like if you're in the wild you're supposed to be able, like you can chew the leaves like if you cut yourself um, you can really? make a poultice out of the leaves. So if you chew them in your mouth and spit it out and like slap mm-hmm. it on your cut, it's supposed to help it heal. Um, that is another good word, poultice. <laughs> yeah, poultice is another odd one. But it is the most disgusting <laughs> tasting leaf you'll ever have in your life. And they say Ugh. people used to eat them. And I'm like, I don't believe that. Like that is just, oh, it is something else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can eat kale, no problem, okay, raw or weird. cooked. So. It, so if you say that Yara let me tell suck, you, this is. <laughs> I have to believe you a hundred percent. I'm going to continue right. on to number yeah. three, which is peppermint. <laughs> number three, number three number for three. me is peppermint, um, mainly because it is a spider repellent, and yes. I just love that. And wish that I could have a outfit of peppermint and could walk around <laughs> and have all the spiders flee from me with fear instead of me being the one fleeing from them. That would be great yes. for them to understand how I feel. <laughs> it's your turn, arachnids. <laughs> turn the tables. Yes. Oh, how the turn tables. <laughs> Oh man. But and I yes. at my office I had a peppermint extract uh and I used it to create a barrier around my desk because one of my coworkers thought it was <laughs> Didn't I give that to you? Yes, it was you gave it to me. 
I was I was telling you to like wash your clothes in it. Oh, that's a genius idea. I should <laughs> so you can uh, have that experience. I, why haven't I done that? I would have smelled delicious this whole time too. Exactly. Uh, well, anyways, yeah. So my coworker thought it was cute to like befriend the office spider and like had it on his desk and was like, "Oh, he's gonna be my best friend." I was like, "This is it. I'm bringing out my peppermint extract," and I literally created Aww. like a dotted barrier around my desk because he's of course right next to me <laughs> and it was funny because he was of right. course watching his little best friend monster um and he sees the little guy mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, monster thingy gross <laughs> alien uh crawl up the desk get to my part like right to my little barrier and then turn back around and i'm like yes oh, nice back away stay away well that's good <sighs> very so, effective that's why i like it Mm-hmm. Now I just need something for like the sky above me mm. because that's where they keep coming from. Yeah. It's like freaking Miss Muffet. That's happened to me so many times. <laughs> I didn't think it was real, but it's happened to me. And I'm even in my car. It's happened to me oh, in my car. Oh, I did not like them in my car. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. Anyways, let's let's move on to your number three. <laughs> Subject change. Uh, so my number three uh, would be orchids. Um, it's Ooh. pretty generic. Um, if I had to narrow it down, um, I think Phalaenopsis would probably be one of my favorite orchids, mm-hmm. um, or either that or Oncidiums. I really like those as well. They're kind of they're the ones that kind of have a bright bright yellow color to them, and they have sort of a fringe um, on the leaf almost. Um, Ooh, I'm probably not I describing that very well, <laughs> um, but. I think it was probably my favorite. <laughs> Harry Balls, Taylor. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I almost forgot. So another reason they are my favorite. Um, one time I was on a plane and I brought a book about orchids that I had bought. And I sat down and I think we we're about to take off or whatever. And I read the first sentence, which was, Philinopsis was named from the Greek term for testicles. Oh, wow! Look <laughs> and at this. I just started dying laughing. I don't. I don't think I made it any farther into the book. Oh like I just God. started cracking up, and like that was it. <laughs> but that we are very <laughs> thematic. <laughs> but it actually is one of the earliest flowering plants. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. My number four is kind of generic too. It's uh, lilies. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that's a good one. I don't know. I've just, I freaking love them. I, there are so many yeah. different colors. I know absolutely nothing about them. I did not read a book learning that they'd have a really cool name. Like, lily means to <laughs> lick thoroughly. You didn't read the first or, sentence of a I book? I did not read a first sentence of any lily book. <laughs> <laughs> I missed out on that. I, I freaking love this. them. I love the ones that have like a, kind of like a it's something about fringes man you like the orchid fringes i like the lilies with the fringy yeah. edges oh they're just so pretty all the different colors mm-hmm. all the different types of lilies oh and i've been really liking those really black dark ones um i don't know like the black black and white anemone i'm saying that wrong again and the Black lilies. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with a goth garden when I finally have a yard because I'm really, <laughs> I'm really liking the oh, dark. Oh, yeah. I love any like yes. black or gray kind of. Yeah. Or even that. I'm not a huge pink person, yep. but I really like that bright magenta lily center with the white edges that kind of ruffle. Oh, so beautiful. I love that one. Mm. 
Um, and of course, Lily is a character yeah. in Harry Potter, so it's just like ah, oh, another plus. So there that's, you go. It all comes. It together. all comes together. <laughs> yeah, Lily's always been mm-hmm. one of my favorite names. Yeah, like for a girl, like a just in general. My my cousin's mm-hmm. name is Lily, and um, obviously like same Harry Potter and all that. I just I've always liked the the flower, obviously mm-hmm. in general too. I actually do have a specific water lily on my list, but I'll oh, get to that. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's considered a lily because the, the scientific name is not, like, exact, but I don't know. It's a water plant, right. so I'm going to go with... <laughs> eh, it's close enough. Go with that. It's not a hemerocallus or anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> going along those lines with the darker colored plants and stuff, my, my number four is Bear's Breeches. Or Acanthus mollus? Of course it is. That evil plant. How dare you yeah. like that thing? I know. Ugh. I love it so much. <laughs> it just looks so threatening and creepy, but oh, it's so gorgeous. I I would have liked it if it had, had bit me. Ugh. I really <laughs> liked it. That's why I freaking it touched it. It is spiky. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, caution if you approach it <laughs> misleading so if if you knew greek you would know acanthus refers to the greek word acantha meaning thorn um and then mol- molus refers to the leaves because oh. that means soft or smooth sorry i didn't read greek in college and i missed that part when grabbing at the flower <laughs> or or you could literally just look at it <laughs> see the thorns and don't touch it <laughs> i i looked at it from afar and ran up to it so i didn't get a chance to usually you it's ran you up to it because it it's cool it, which is bizarre yeah that's true i'm cool. i'm shocked i didn't <laughs> yeah something about that one i i wanted to touch it oh i guess i did touch yeah. the snapdragon too okay maybe i do touch. yeah the, i'm, I'm kind of known for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> ignored by ignored by now i've learned my lesson yep i i never oh, have <laughs> i think actually that was the last time i you know what oh it it taught me a lesson thank you bears breach you spiky mistress you i was a young strapping college student <laughs> who could have had a future as a hand model <laughs> so much opportunity. my hand could have grown to an average person's size and it could have been a great future in hand modeling and it 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 kept me down but i will i will remember yep. it with career dash not such fond but understood memories of maybe learning greek and actually waiting and looking at thorns before yeah. touching yeah i've i've never learned my lesson it yeah. it started i think i told you when i was like oh 7 gosh, maybe yeah. i went to legoland with my aunt and as a 7 year old does i started playing with these little, um, like the sheaths that come off of bamboo, um, cause they were fuzzy and that excites me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I started playing with it and then I looked down and when I put it down, all of the little fuzzy parts were stuck in my hand. Ugh. So I spent most of the day at Legoland getting those little thorns picked out of my hands one by one. <laughs> so that was fun. But I, I have not learned from that. <laughs> Oh, um, one one other thing about the the bear's breach. I didn't realize um 
the leaf shape was at, was used a lot in um like Corinthian um ancient Greek and Roman architecture. Oh. So like the the leaves that are kind of like on the columns and stuff, those are all um Oh my gosh, leaves. you're right. That's cool. I never thought about that. I just thought they yeah. were plants. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize they were looking at one that they were based <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. I mean I never thought about it either until I I just up. like leaves. <laughs> no, I, I I just love the the flowers on it cuz they have that kind of purpley gray color. I went on mm. this um tour of Disneyland. It was called Cultivating the Magic. Um so it was basically a tour of all of the plants of the park and they they do have Oh my gosh. Now that's a good Disneyland trip. Oh god, it was the only time I've like really enjoyed myself there. I'm not a <laughs> Disney person, but oh that was fantastic. Um Man, that's awesome. But they when they took us around um the haunted mansion, they have a lot of those there because they're just they're just creepy. If you haven't seen them, like you should look it up or we'll we'll put it on our Instagram we'll like put it you're on saying. There. Um but it it's just a gorgeous shaped plant and it it does look really creepy it's spiky um the other one i remember from that was like the calla lily um that's that's actually it like in flower language is a symbol of death pretty um universally um so they do have those there as well as like even on the inside of the haunted mansion and they have them on in like the wallpaper like the it's a calla lily print um the wallpaper oh that's cool wow Dang, I'm yeah. really shocked. Of course, it's plant Disneyland knowledge, but that's impressive. I want to go on that <laughs> tour. <laughs> it, I would go on it again. It was so cool. I actually had to okay. tell the the tour guide the scientific names for some of the plants. It was really cool. Oh that was like when I went on a the tour of San Diego. <laughs> my parents. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom thought it was be a good idea to go on a San Diego trolley tour where I and sure. I grew up in San Diego where and you I live yeah <laughs> yeah where I live oh let's see everything that we've seen before and know all about and it was a shitty tour <laughs> but there were parts where we like passed by oh look at these trees these are called this this and this and then he's like do you know what their common name is and I'm like blah 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 and he's like well look at that Yes, it is. It is called this. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So what's your uh, number four? You mean my number five? Uh, my number five is a Dahlia. Oh, that's a good, but good one. But a black Ooh, Dahlia. Yes. Because of my interest in true crime. <laughs> and I, I just love the symbology of it. And it's like. Because do you know that, you know, the true crime history of the Black Dahlia, that super famous case in, uh, I believe it's I on... know you have told me. Yes. I I just don't remember. <laughs> I just tell people <laughs> these things here. whether or not they want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's It was an interesting story. It's just not one that I held on to. That's <laughs> eh, okay. Long story short, like terrible murder. <laughs> Possibly promiscuous, possibly not promiscuous women being slaughtered, <laughs> cut in half, all that fun stuff. There's pictures. Don't look it up. It's pretty gruesome. But that's why it's made my list because it's like a it's a classically dark uh, um, flower. And I feel yeah. like that's pretty cool about it. And they're just freaking cool flowers. Dahlia's, yeah. as you'll see in the pictures, we'll post on Instagram. But yeah. they're freaking amazing. Yeah, they look cool. like like a yeah. cones. They look they're coney yeah. and 
Awesome. Yeah. I just love it. Can I like have a really, really random Dahlia um, story? No, my true crime, really inaccurate description should cover it all. <laughs> yes, please go. <laughs> please add more to my <laughs> Dahlia reasoning. <laughs> In a really weird sequence of events that I honestly cannot remember. Anyway, we went down this like Google rabbit hole about the country of Georgia and we found for some reason we decided we should watch a movie, like a Georgian movie oh, to like get that's the a culture, good idea. you know, like we're like, we didn't even know this country existed. Yeah. So we're like, hey, let's let's watch this movie. It's called I don't I'm probably completely pronouncing this wrong, but it's Kin Jaja. <laughs> it's like. K-I-N, like kin, and then G-Z-A-G-Z-A. Hmm. That is that is this movie. If anyone wants to watch it, it is a oh. masterpiece. I got I have it on DVD. The only issue when we went to watch it was that it has no English subtitles. So we had to just kind of <laughs> So it's like watching a silent movie. <laughs> and and the, yeah, exactly. So the reason we picked this particular movie uh, other than it being one of the most popular in Georgia um was that it the premise was there was a homeless person with a button and these two guys pushed the button and they were transported to this planet called Pluk. And that was all we knew about this movie. So that's all <laughs> my favorite planet. Yeah, yeah, you know, Pluk. Um neighbor of Pluto, I'm sure. Um, so that, that was the whole thing. So it's kind of set, like, obviously they filmed probably somewhere in Georgia, like almost like a desert, very barren landscape. So it looks kind of, you know, foreign or whatever, but like halfway through the movie, they just like cut scene all of a sudden. And then they're in this huge field of dahlias. Oh, my and that God. is how I brought that story in relevance to what you were talking <laughs> about. And I love dahlias. So I, I, I enjoyed uh... that moment in the movie. Didn't know what was happening, but it was. It was memorable. It was very memorable. Dang. I'd love to be in a field of dolly. Those are just such beautiful flowers. Ugh. Yeah. They look so, they look like little pillows that look inviting, <laughs> but when you actually sit on them are very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like the, the pillows you'd find in a really rich person's home where you're like, wouldn't it be more, you can afford really nice pillows that are comfortable, right? But you don't sit on this couch. So that's why you bought these. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but all okay, right. What's your five? So my number five. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Ginkgo or Ginkgo Biloba. Ugh, I knew this was um, going to be on your list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, I I was reading um, the other day, there was um, this guy named Peter Crane. He wrote like an entire, he calls it like a biography on Ginkgos, <laughs> which I think is oh, adorable. They're alive. Um, so I read a little bit about what, what he had to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's it's kind of like they call it like a living fossil cuz it's, you know, it's been essentially unchanged for like oh, yeah. 200 million years. Like this has been a very consistent <laughs> a very consistent tree. Um so I won't go into like I won't go into too much detail cuz I know we'll I'm sure we'll come back to cover it later, but um definitely one of my favorite things about it is the leaf shape cuz it's I think it's the only plant with that leaf shape. Um, because the, I think so. Ginkgo itself is a, a class, like an entire class. Like it's the only class of plants that has an entire class to itself of one plant, which is Ginkgo biloba, um, which is super cool. And then, man, um, classy, very classy. <laughs> I, I, I was also reading that the, the seeds, so there's, um, the, Ginkgo trees are dioecious, so they have female trees and male trees on on separate 
totally separate plants. Um, and we don't really use, like, it's really hard to actually find a female ginkgo because they smell so bad and they're describing oh, them smelling like vomit. And I'm like, okay, now I actually appreciate that we don't, <laughs> that we don't plant these trees. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty fascinating plant. And, um, the color change with the leaves is, is absolutely gorgeous. It turns from that bright, bright green yeah, to the bright, so cool. bright yellow. Um, anyway, good, one good of my choice. favorites. Love it. Okay, let's see. My my number. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Number six for me are lithopes. So they're. I actually am surprised because I'm not a huge succulent fan. Um, I just find them absolutely kind of either boring or hideous mm. and just eh. I mean, it's cool that they can like survive without any water, but I'd rather water something and have it actually look good. But these ones are just so funny looking. And I just, I don't, do you know what they, I'm sure you know. They're the ones that look like little. I just had to Google We'll post it. a picture of it, but they look yes. like an elephant got buried and its feet are sticking out of the ground. I just love it so much. They look like the bottom of an elephant's foot. <laughs> and the, I just, they're so cute and they they're do. so soft and they don't really grow. Uh, I just like them on their own. Just like one little stump of a foot and it's so funny because they also <laughs> they also bloom <laughs> so it's like this kind of ugly grayish little stump and then all of a sudden it's like Aww. I have a flower <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a really cute pretty flower but it's Aww. just so like out of nowhere you're like what you can like yeah. you have a flower hidden in there somewhere it's just bizarre I just think they're so funny looking yeah they're also called li living stones I forgot about that because they do, they do kind of look like the gray ones, especially. They look like little rocks. <laughs> yeah, I like the gray ones the best. Because they, because I just want to like put four together and then put like a little tombstone with like elephant ears on it and say, "Here lies like Alfred the elephant or something." <laughs> <laughs> Died during circus accident. Aww. Don't ask. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So my my number six is the mosaic plant. Ugh, yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Ludwigia sedioides. Um, that one is just I <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It is literally looks like a mosaic. I mean, the the first time I saw it was at the Missouri Botanical Garden, which I could do a whole episode on because probably that should. Place is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's I mean, they have that's usually what I go to is like when you Google like plants or something like the Missouri Botanical Garden. Oh, yeah. Uh, website usually comes up because they're actually the biggest botanical garden in the United States. But yeah, they have like a like a uh, pond where they they have it in the Missouri Botanical Garden with a like a painted black, like the the bottom of the pond is painted black. So it has this like beautiful contrast where they um, where they have it on display. But um, it, it kind of looks some some people kind of equate it to like a, a a mandala sort of uh pattern almost um so it's just kind of a giant giant mosaic of um kind of diamond shaped leaves uh, oh sorry you might be interested there's a there's a book called the plant messiah it's by um carlos magdalena um and he mm -hmm. he is obsessed with water lilies i mean like Ugh. this whole book is essentially about water lilies and I will never be at the level. He's of, like Monet's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> I will never be at the level of obsession that this guy is. But he's an incredible human being. He he's known for like bringing species back from the dead. Like that's his thing. That's what he does. 
Man, I want that on my tombstone. Right? Oh my god. Yeah, so he's he's a specialist. Brings uh, things back from the dead. Literally, I mean, completely um, extinct species he's he's brought back. That is so cool. Man, I wish I wasn't lazy so I could do like successful things and get stuff (laughs) done. I know. I know. That would be so much commitment. (laughs) I like naps too much. Uh, we're going to discuss the rest of our favorite plants, uh, number seven through twelve. Sounds good. And I believe, uh, Tori, we will start us off with your number seven. Yes, let's move on to my very detailed and scientific description of why I chose aspleniums <laughs> for Yay. my number seven. Um, it actually is kind of scientific. It's because of the spores, man. That's true. Uh, underneath the leaves, they have. They have spores and they're in like these really cool lines and I don't know. I also love how giant they are. Yeah. I like to be overpowered by plants <laughs> whenever possible. <laughs> whenever possible. So it it does the job. Whenever possible, take me. Take me, plants. <laughs> God, that sounded sexual. I meant like be above me. Dad, damn it. I meant like uh <laughs> just we, we be taller than me. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> Okay, thank you. <laughs> it is a beautiful plant, and I agree with the uh, the very linear spores are gorgeous. If you haven't seen them before, it's worth a Google. Yeah, and the way their new plants unfold is so cool because it's like it's like it's mm-hmm. yawning, and it's like ah. <laughs> okay, what's your number seven? Okay, uh, so my number seven, <laughs> uh, my number seven is rainbow eucalyptus or eucalyptus diglupta. Oh. I thought about um, that one. I saw them for the first time. Yeah, I I saw I've only seen them in person once in Hawaii. Um did not disappoint. Um basically the mm-hmm. bark peels away throughout the year. Um so every the the colors that you see, the rainbow kind of colors. Um you see shades of blue, purple, orange, red. Um those are actually symbolic of how old the bark is. So the new the newest bark will be the greenest color, and then as it ages, um, you get those multiple um, multiple shades um, of colors in the bark. So that's kind of how little background on how that works. But um, it's found mainly in Hawaii, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Papua New Guinea, um, and it's uh, actually invasive in Hawaii. I think every plant in Hawaii is invasive at this point. It was it was actually kind of sad. Yeah, there's no natives anymore. No, yeah, they you know even their you know the iconic um hibiscus is not native you know like that's that's how sad it is um (laughs) um, but anyway the state flower is Mm -hmm. not not a native flower (laughs) yeah but um, that's for sure anyway uh what's your number eight uh my number eight is uh maidenhair fern because freaking love that fern they're all over the place super popular um the reason i like it is because i can't grow it (laughs) Uh, it just keeps dying on me so I it's on a pedestal in my mind of being like this really (laughs) difficult like impossible to survive plant even though I know tons of people who are able to keep them alive for me it's it's become the cake pop of baking because 
I can't do cake pops for some reason. I just had this <laughs> terrible, terrible experience trying to make cake pops and they just blew up in my face and <laughs> they've just become something I will never, ever try to bake ever again. And the Maiden Hair Fern is my cake pop. All right. I will never try to grow it again. I enjoy the metaphor. <laughs> so that's why it's, thank you. That's why it's my, it's made my top list. Yeah, I had the same issue. I, I had one for quite a while, but it would just die, you know, every two months, maybe. And then it would come back and then it would die. Yeah. And I just I got so frustrated oh. with it. It was like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> what can I do to make you yeah, feel better? I would like I would water it more and it'd get mad. I'd stop watering right. it and then it would get mad and then I'd move it to the sun <laughs> and it would get mad. And then I'd right. move it to the shade and then it'd be like, no, I've, I'm done. I've given you too many chances. <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> my number eight <laughs> your number um, eight <laughs> is a uh, sweet olive or osmanthus fragrance uh, so i knew this I, was going to be on your list <laughs> i just oh i love it so much um so mainly the reason it's it's not really a remarkable plant as far as the look of it it looks kind of like a pretty standard hedge um but i know it's there. I know when I'm within like 20 feet of it because you can smell it. It is. It has probably the strongest and most gorgeous scent. Um, it's used in a lot of perfumes. Um, the extracts from the flower are really, really expensive. Um, and they're uh, actually used in some beverages. Um, I guess the plant is used in like teas and um, other things like that. Um, I can only imagine if it tastes as good as it smells. Um, but it's it's kind of like an orange blossom, would you say? Like the scent almost, like a really yeah. more powerful. Oh, it's it's definitely blossom. citrusy. It's yeah. so it's yeah. like a it's not like a sour citrus smell. It's a very sweet citrus smell, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so that's a, again, purely for the smell um and just how how recognizable mm -hmm. it is. Um that's I, I finally bought one for myself. Um last month or a couple months ago um so i'm I'm really excited about it it's near my driveway so i can smell yeah. it when i when i get home <laughs> oh my goodness okay anyway that was that's my number eight uh my number nine is gonna be the douglas iris Ooh, good so one. i did not write down the scientific name so you don't get to learn that right now but it's a really cool flower uh, it's really pretty. Glossiana. Ah, that's right. Thank you very much, Taylor, yeah. for knowing the facts yeah, no. that I did purposely to make you look good <laughs> left out. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the common name backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not the most impressive poll. <laughs> Hence why I left it out specifically so you could look good, Taylor. I'm ruining it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, this really difficult scientific named plant is one of my favorites because it has like these tufts of hair mm. inside mm -hmm. it. It's like huge petals. It's like it, people look up what an iris looks like. It's like that, but gigantic. Mm -hmm. And it has, it's called the bearded iris, mm -hmm. I think is it's, I'm talking about bearded irises. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, it has these like stripes of fur on the inside of the flower and they're just it's just so cool cuz it's like like a hidden beard. I I don't know, I like it. Um and I also like it because at our on campus at Cal Poly Pomona, they had a bearded iris called like the Batman 
iris, which was gorgeous. (laughs) And it was, it, it really spoke to me and I loved it and I really wanted to steal it, but I probably would have killed it. And they have cameras all over that freaking rose garden. So I would have gotten caught. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My number nine is, um, I did it kind of generic. So I did oak trees. Mm, That's a nice one. Um, Yeah. So I I tried to narrow it down a little bit. I I didn't know exactly what what format we were going to try to be that this specific or not, but um, I would narrow it down um, to the white oak and the coast live oak. Mm. Um, uh, the, the coast live oak is cool. Yeah. The, the coast live oak in particular, um, I grew up really close to um, the Oak Canyon nature center in Anaheim. Um, and there, that entire um, hiking trails and everything are just, covered in in coast live oaks and that's that's pretty much i i mean i grew up hiking there i um it's just a good childhood memory and um it's oak tastic that i exactly <laughs> and it's still uh somewhere i like to go and and get a nice walk in um but then uh there's also uh the white oak which is um native to missouri um so I already mentioned I've been to the Missouri Botanical Garden, but my my grandmother used to live there. She just moved away recently, which was sad. Um, but she had these beautiful eight acres of land just covered in white oaks. Um, so that was that was a big part of my childhood was like building my own like miniature cabins and <laughs> and stuff like that out in, on her property with with uh, those white oak trees. So that's that was one of my one of my favorite uh, things. So oaks have a big place in my life i guess and um they're also really significant yeah. in um paganism um so typically they would use oaks um oaks near water was often like a seen as like a sacred site um so they did a lot of like ceremonies and celebrations under oak trees especially those that were next to water um so that was that's a little background i'm dabbling in paganism myself so i enjoy that they uh, have so significance cool. there <laughs> but um yeah that's that's my number nine man all your plants have so much more significance than mine <laughs> i like batman and furry balls and this succulent reminds me of the foot of an elephant okay let's do number 10, ten. okay number 10 for me is the strawberry tree oh um nice because of the bark it's all about yeah. that bark, baby. Um, and they have edible fruits. Would not recommend yep. actually eating them. No. They're not. They're <laughs> very seedy. Uh, like the first bite, you're like, oh, it's got a good flavor. And then you're like, and now it's all this shit in my mouth. I'm going to just spit <laughs> it out. So I don't Never recommend mind. eating it. <laughs> Unless you're a bird, go for it. It's delicious. <laughs> um. I so yeah, that's that. pretty much why I picked it. <laughs> it like the bark that. is super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just like the bark. It just looks oh man, it reminds me. So I picked, I planted one in my front yard, mm-hmm. and I explained to my mom that I picked it because the bark is super cool. Uh-huh. Um, she, what she didn't realize was why I thought it was super cool because I planted it <laughs> and. She calls me up. She's like, Tori, so, something's wrong with my tree. It, like she, the the bark is peeling away. It's it's dying. And I'm like, Mom, that's how it's supposed. That's why I picked it. Like it's supposed it, it's that's Aww. what makes it pretty. And that's supposed to look like that. She's like, Oh, 
I like it. It's really cool looking. I'm like, you thought it was dying two seconds ago. <laughs> Good save, mom. Good save. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you'll like this one. And and I'm going to explain why I like this tree before you have a reaction, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell right. me. I'm excited <laughs> so- now. A little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so my number 10 is the calorie pear or pyrus caloriana oh i know the reason for this one jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> no it's not okay so i knew okay. i knew this was gonna be on your list and it makes me gag <laughs> but keep going so <laughs> these trees were okay i'm i'm saying this in an innocent way so you can understand why I like these trees. Okay, so my elementary school was surrounded by these things. And when, you know, in the, they actually flower um, close to like fall winter time. I I don't think they usually flower till like January, at least in Southern California. Um, So when it would be, you know, a little bit. Late bloomers. (laughs) Yes, Tori. (laughs) (laughs) They are late bloomers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's uh, definitely a, a smell associated with it that most <sighs> people find horribly unpleasant. I've heard it compared <sighs> to the smell of rotting fish or more accurately, the smell of semen. <laughs> yes. So- Not very <laughs> accurately, the sell- smell of semen. Like, spot on the exact scent of male semen is the scent of these flowers. There's no dead fish about it. It's semen. <laughs> I don't think it smells like either. I've always liked the smell. No one else I know has really liked it, but I've I've always enjoyed it. I've never it's a very strong smell, but I've never had anything uh, you know against it. But anyway, the when it flowers, like it looks like it's snowing. I mean that was like the closest thing to snow I've ever seen cool. in Southern California. So they're just gorgeous trees. <laughs> it's one of the few trees around here that change like the leaves change color. Um, because we don't really mm-hmm. get to see any of that. <laughs> um, aside from like Are you um, sure it's snow, Taylor? <laughs> Sometimes you have to use more than one sense. <laughs> Falling anyway, white. It is very pretty. Yes. Just, just keep a closed <laughs> nose but an open mind. I like that. <laughs> anyway, nothing wrong with it in my book. I enjoy it thoroughly. Oh, and another reason it could be controversial. I'm talking about Pyrus caloriana, not the Bradford pear, which is like a super invasive species and it can't withstand any wind. So like a bunch of people planted them in the Midwest and they just got torn apart. So anyway, they a lot of people spend a bunch of money on this like supposedly amazing tree and then they all died. Um, so I'm not talking about that tree. I'm talking about it. Not the people. Pear. The trees died. The people survived. Oh, yeah. The people lived. What did I say? (laughs) You said, you were like, people bought up a bunch of trees and they all fell down and they died. (laughs) That's not what I meant. When I was listening, I could see it as like, everyone just died because they bought the wrong tree. Whatever you do, don't buy the wrong tree. (laughs) What number are we on? We're on 11. It's all you. Around <laughs> 11. Okay. One, one. That's 11. Okay. 
Uh, my number 11 is The Weeping Willow. Why are you laughing? <laughs> one, one. <laughs> one, one. Not nine, one, no. one. One, one. That, oh, that did I tell you how I accidentally called the cops at work? <laughs> what? No. Yeah, so the way my phone works at work is when that... When you dial 911, it calls the police? <laughs> no, okay, so before, for any outgoing call, you had to press 9 first. Oh, and I was okay. typing a number, and you know how numbers have 1 in front of them if, like, you know, oh, I was just typing yeah. out a number... And it just happened to have two ones. It was like one, oh, no. one something else. And I dialed 911. And so then I hung up and they called back. <laughs> Apparently they have to call back to make sure yes. there's no emergency. Yes. So, so my office manager was like, did anyone call the police? And everyone was like silent. And I had to like, yes, it was an accident. It's all oh, fine. The worst part is. I legit had a um, post-it note on my phone that says, <laughs> do not dial 911, because I knew I was going to do it, because I knew so it was confusing. post-it note? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's going to prevent me. <laughs> yes, because oh, it was like, dial 91, but do not dial 911. <laughs> And I dialed nine one. Nine one is fine. <laughs> yes. But not the one one. Anyways, speaking of one one, but not nine one one, the yes. weeping willow <laughs> is my eleven. And I picked it. Uh yes. The, uh, I'm weeping Curious. now because it was so embarrassing. To call nine one one at work and then had to confess to all, which is why I enjoy the weeping willow because <laughs> it's it understands what I'm going through and what I have been through. Yes, uh, I also I just love how it's like a secret room because of the way the leaves mm. weep and fall. Yes. Uh, I could totally picture it being like the perfect hideout. Yeah. Um yeah. I just I just think they're so cool. And I love how like they touch the water and they kind of glisten. I don't know. They're just really beautiful. Yeah. Um I also like how they're really uncommon because yeah. they require so much water. Yep. And they were they're all you they're always found by water because they need so much freaking water. Uh mm -hmm. so they're like the opposite of me, where they need a ton <laughs> of water to survive. Um <laughs> I am Your a cactus. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am this is my counterpart, willow. so I appreciate you are weep. You are this is why I like them so much. Like you, they are weeping. Wait, they are weeping willows. Yes, obviously, it's a weeping willow. I meant you are weeping willow. Like me, which is why what I never like me. They are weeping because I can't explain this correctly. Yeah, which is weird because I really hate crying. <laughs> True. You do it at very random times. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so freaking annoying. Ugh. It's never warranted. It's, it's, it's like an attack. <laughs> I don't understand That's it. Really or like, oh my God, I've told you this so many times, but it's like the Frankenstein Christmas episode. Since Christmas is coming out, this is somewhat relevant. Mm. I hope I don't have to see this commercial because I don't know <laughs> if it'll make me cry or not. But um, where Frankenstein comes down from his mountain. 
and he fills in the light bulb on the missing tree from okay that was wrong how did the commercial do you go? mean oh, the no. Grinch? he lights no 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 this is frankenstein okay. it's a commercial so <laughs> i didn't write it taylor criticize their writing not mine <laughs> okay okay sorry okay I repictured this. There's a small town okay. and there's a giant Christmas tree because apparently all small towns have giant Christmas trees, including sure. Whoville, but this is not the Grinch. Okay. Um, okay. And of course the town who are not Who's, but regular hu- humans. Um, <laughs> and their Christmas tree is like out of power or something because some idiot like didn't turn a light bulb. I don't understand. I didn't. I will not part sure. of this village. But Frankenstein, some for some reason, comes down and he lives like in a mountain or something and he comes down. I don't know why he's coming down. Maybe he's grocery shopping. Who knows? But he comes down and like the village is all scared of him and it's all dark and creepy because the Christmas lights aren't on. And right. he has he's made of freaking electricity because he's Frankenstein's monster. I don't know how he was made. Oh. Um, but and then maybe. And this <laughs> I don't know why you're crying, up. but okay, here we go. <laughs> you don't know, Taylor. It's Frankenstein. It's monster. So uh this little boy comes and so Frankenstein's monster. I, I hate having to say Frankenstein's monster, but people yeah, have but it's been shitty about it, so I'm doing it correctly. Um <laughs> has like st- stomps up close to the Christmas tree and He's just like there and everyone's like, ooh, all freaked out. Um, and then this little boy comes up and like holds out a light bulb or I don't know mm. why he does this, but he holds out a light bulb to the monster and then he takes the light bulb and he like fixes the tree and then he saves uh-huh. Christmas. I don't know. It's sad because it's so sweet <laughs> that the little boy looks past his monsterness and it's just so sad. <laughs> But the really weird part is that wasn't the first time I saw that commercial. It was the second time that I cried at it. So it wasn't even a surprise. It was like, for some reason at that time, it hit me hard. You got to be in the right mindset. I I really do. I'm already tearing up and I don't like it. It's terrible. Okay. Moving on. I'm weeping. I hope they don't air that this year. Oh, I hope not. I don't want to weep into my eggnog. Okay. <laughs> I need to dry my tears while you go on to your number 11. All right. All right. <laughs> so I laughed because we almost matched up on this this one. So my number 11 is the strawberry. Ah, oh, so close. We were off just um, a little not bit. Not the strawberry tree, but the strawberry. Every time. Yep. We were good on the first one. I like the botanical name of this one. Um, oh, me too. Fragraria X which is like the symbol for crossbreed. Um, and, an, oh, I don't know how to say it. Ananasa. Ananasa. Sounds I'm good. i go with that. There's a lot of A's and a lot of N's and a lot of S's. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the main reason that they're my favorite, aside from being a delicious fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them, I was actually just spending the last couple hours trimming them today. Um, <laughs> I do my annual strawberry cutback, but <laughs> my, fun uh, my entire front yard is basically... Yes. <laughs> My entire front yard is basically covered in them, um, is more of a ground cover. Um, they spread beautifully. Um, I love the look of the leaves and everything. Um, I don't get too much fruit in my front yard, but on my side yard, I have them in a little more shade and I get like 40, 50 strawberries out of like 
10 plants on on that side yard so it's it's a very high production <laughs> rate obviously california is known for for growing strawberries and all that um so they're they're actually the fifth highest consumed fresh fruit in the united oh, wow. states behind bananas apples oranges and grapes um hmm, they uh they're very healthy they're uh, contain antioxidants folate potassium vitamin c and fiber um i didn't realize that strawberry production is like really recent like even a hundred years ago um <laughs> the first well i guess at this point it's oh okay i'm sorry in 1851 was like the first like recorded strawberry um that was actually domesticated and, and started to be grown but it wasn't really popular until um until the wilson strawberry um so that was one that um, pretty much spread across the United States as far as Dang. a really, really popular um, edible strawberry. That's cool. Uh, to be named so, after yeah, that. That's my my strawberry facts. Very cool. <laughs> right? James Wilson. What a Wilson. Wilson strawberry. Yep. <laughs> That'd be a great life goal. Just right. Plant Discover a strawberry. <laughs> well, I could name a plant after me. No one else would call it that, but... <laughs> <laughs> True, that part's easy. <laughs> it's getting the world right. to accept like, it. That's a little Its hard. name is Tory. <laughs> Learn it. <laughs> you have the Tory pine. It's just spelled wrong. Right. <laughs> you could say it was that's a typo. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... Re- you know what? I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to go on all the Wikipedia pages and just start changing it. <laughs> See how long it takes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> eh, it's the same name. <laughs> I fixed your typos, guys. <laughs> Um, all right, so what's your number 12, your last one? My last one is slightly edible. Uh, it's the, I don't know why slightly it's edible. <laughs> um, the pineapple guava. Oh, yeah. <laughs> slightly edible. Beautiful. You could eat it, but you could also not eat it. So it's slightly edible. <laughs> um, yeah, so it produces, I think the reason why I like it is it's a pretty cool plant. It's really pretty bark. It kind of. It kind of looks like a gnarled texture. Um, mm. It has like a silvery light green leaves. Uh, but I think what I like about it the most are the flower petals mm. because mm-hmm. they taste oh, legit candy. like candy. candy. Oh, you just eat those petals. They're delicious. That's our The fruit's good too, but oh, the petals. Just eat the petals. Yep. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, I remember in college, uh, I was walking by some of the plants and I pu- I got a like Ziploc bag and I put them in there to give them to Ethan when I got back, <laughs> thinking it'd be like, it'll taste great. <laughs> it'll be fine. And I, I bring a bag and I hand him this bag of like smashed flower petals and I'm like, it tastes like candy. <laughs> and he's like peeling it from this plastic and he's like, I'm not going to eat this. You're going to have to eat this for like totally not trusting me. I don't, I, I don't blame them. It looked really unappetizing. Probably. Like crushed. They don't, tra- okay, they don't travel well. No, no, no. Just eat note. them fresh. They do not travel well. There's um, my dad actually, yeah. um, I was really proud of him. He identified some cause he goes on these like five mile walks almost every day. And um, there's a mm-hmm. there's a few pineapple guavas up up the hill from us, um, and he brought me back a bunch of the fruits. Um, oh, lucky. a couple of weeks ago, they're they're really good, really good. Ugh, yum! I don't think I've had the fruit. I think I just 
yeah, stick to the, the pedals. But yeah, I, I never need to try had the- it. Oh, no. I tried the fruit once. I think at school yeah, I- wheat, someone was handing them out. I mean, they said it was the fruit. They could have oh. given me drugs. I don't know. <laughs> it was delicious. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> they just start passing passing shit around and you just take a bite of it you don't know that's true you don't question there, it you would never question <laughs> who knows what i've poly. eaten <laughs> no <laughs> no if i'm <laughs> i'm eating it it's free i don't have to pay for it uh, this is mine that's what we free got. bagels yes yes free fruit <laughs> yes she would always be first in line for the okay what the free bagels <laughs> once the bakery or the, oh was there was no line cafe. There was I no took, line. She just, she ran yeah. for it, though. <laughs> I took the box. Yeah, There was no line. I just took the box. <laughs> it was our entertainment every day. <laughs> they were, those bagels are like three bucks each. I, That's I'm true. I'm to grab them. It was a, it was a steal. Me? Oh, the chocolate chips. <laughs> it was a steal. What Man. sustained us for four I years? I miss those. <laughs> Uh, uh, more than sustained. They uh, <laughs> helped me grow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my last one. All right. Um, my last one is Icelandic birch Ugh. or Betula pubescens. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that I've I've always loved birch trees, and I've always thought it was a shame because they take up so much water. I could never uh, justify yeah. planting my own here. It just there's a bunch <laughs> of them here. It's just not worth it. Um. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, in Spokane? Yeah. There's a bunch of them here. Yeah. That makes more mm. sense. It's it's a little <laughs> wetter here. <laughs> I mean, you see them around, but we've just, I mean, the last years have been so dry and, and warm in general that I've seen a lot die in, in my general landscape. Observe. Observing. Yeah. Oh, I don't know we were you, saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I I don't. I can't justify it for myself, but I absolutely love birches. And Iceland is, well, it's actually the only other country I've been to, but it's my favorite place ever, <laughs> <laughs> just in general. Um, absolutely gorgeous. The It's the only native tree. Um, so there's really not many trees there to begin with, but um, this one's the only native tree. Um, it only gets about I think maybe ten feet tall at the most. Aww, so um, they're they're pretty almost more shrub like than anything. Yeah, they're they're just a gorgeous tree. I I mean the reason I love any birch tree is because of the bark. Um, just usually it's either a nice like like the Iceland Icelandic birch is very flaky. Um, usually it either has some sort of like reddish tone or like a grayish tone to it. Um, kind of uh, kind of like a river birch. Not not quite. I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to that as far as the bark maybe necessarily but it, it is kind of peeling um like that and mm-hmm. appealing to me um uh-huh yeah so it oh, um, look at that <laughs> um one so of the you're saying you're barking up the right tree by liking that tree exactly because of its exactly. bark uh-huh. <laughs> you got it that one um, was a stretch <laughs> <laughs> well you know <laughs> i won't call you a birch for that <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel much better. I won't cry. I weep. Good. Good. No weeping. No weeping today. No weeping. <laughs> um so uh basically I the Icelandic birch um 
had a lot of uses in the past. Um, they use it for like carving material, paper, um, fire starter. Um, I'm assuming just because of the flaky nature of the bark. Um, and there is a um, particular liqueur from Ooh. Iceland that uses um, every bottle has a twig from the Icelandic birch. Um, it's actually a birch flavored liqueur. I've tried it. I absolutely hate it, <laughs> but I did try it. <laughs> uh, that's a good place to end it, I guess. I'm going to use that opportunity to shout out to Ethan, Tori's boyfriend, for helping us with our website and putting this general entire podcast together. So thank you, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. And having to deal with me on a daily basis. It's not easy. <laughs> our general lack of technology. <laughs> yeah. Fluency. Me yelling. <laughs> Uh, how do I record? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that always gets us. <laughs> it's the yeah. He, I think, actually had to push record to start this entire podcast for my for my voice. So, <laughs> thank you for pushing the button, Ethan. <laughs> Great job. As you push his buttons, he will push yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a relationship for you. <laughs> Your numbers. We're good. We should be marriage counselors. <laughs> that's that's our other podcast how to be in a relationship that may or may not end it's up to you <laughs> that, that does not sound promising i don't want to take the pressure <laughs> i don't want the pressure <laughs> no promises listen to me coming to a streaming site near you and a therapy <laughs> office sponsored by taylor salve Use it when you're hurting, whether it's from bruises or broken hearts. Again, no promises, ineffectiveness. No promises. Don't sue us. Just don't use the salve. Never mind. Forget this ever happened. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plantaholics. Hope you can join us next week for more plant talk. In the meantime, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook or visit our website at plantaholicspodcast.com. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.